Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello and welcome back to OK Sis Podcast. Uh, my name is Maday and I have a, a pregnant, a very, a VV pregnant scout with me today. Yeah, so this is the, uh, this is my last OK Sis episode recording pregnant. <gasps> I And even when the sisters hear this, I will not be pregnant, which is just like mind boggling to think about. No, I'll definitely have a child once this uh, once this comes out. You'll all hear the details of that at a later date. But you know how they say like people should not be operating large machinery. <laughs> like I probably shouldn't be, shouldn't podcast. be podcasting, right? Because podcasting is equivalent to operating heavy machinery. Yes. So the deal with me right now is that I am in the pre labor phase where my body is physically preparing me and transitioning for labor. So I'm having irregular contractions. I'm having intense lower back pain. I am feel high most of the time. I'm exhausted. I've stopped driving long distances away from my house. I'm even lower on the capacity scale. Would you even be able to drive right now? Like with the belly, like you probably couldn't, it would hit the steering wheel. It did hit the steering wheel when I got out one time, which was uncomfortable. I mean, Luna definitely can't sit on my lap while I drive anymore. Or she could sit, she could sit atop the belly. No, she literally jumped on the belly to like go over my body last night. And I was like, excuse me. Excuse me. Do you not understand that there's a human growing inside of me? Yeah. So sisters, if you hear me speak slowly, like I am, it is because, or I don't know if I say something that doesn't make sense or weird. I just want you to know that I am in a different state of being mind consciousness I take like three baths a day. I'm doing the best I can. Most things we say don't make sense and are weird. So I don't think it's going to be any different from a typical Ocasis episode, to be honest. I think it'll be a little different. Okay. Well, sisters. I have a question. Wait, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. This is something that I'm observing in people's communication that I am not a fan of. And I was wondering if this bothers you. <laughs> okay. You know, like when you have a question that you need to ask someone that you're not best friends with, but you know each other, you have your phone number, whatever. Sure. It's like a business question or like a logistical question. Maybe you were wondering if they like their apartment complex, or maybe you were wondering if they are doing something in business that you need. Sure. Whatever. 
I don't know. I prefer to just hot out of the gate ask the question. I don't like the, hey, how are you doing? Wait till they respond and then you hit them with the question. I think that's a disingenuous, how are you doing? But I feel like when people ask me for a logistical quick question, they're always like, they try to make the soft slide in and they're like, how are you doing? Oh, I love your house. So cute on Instagram. By the way, do you have the number of that whatever? And I'm like, just ask me for the number. You don't actually, like, we don't, this isn't, you know what I mean? Like, ugh. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is definitely a subjective life scenario. I think everyone is different. To me, when I... Ugh, people think I must be a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a way to blend the two polar opposites I think this is what I do I say hey hope all is well like how are things in one text one body I say and then I say what I need from them and typically they just respond with what you know whatever but I do incorporate some sort of lead in because salutations some sort of salutations a little a little a little salutations a little nod to be like hey I'm I know something about you I'm not just coming out hot and just okay don't waste my time come out come out hot with me because I I texted someone just with the question and they were like hey how are you and I was like ugh I am an asshole yeah, I don't I don't think you're an asshole. I think there maybe you can just add in some pleasantries just to make mm. you know what what I'm learning about like, humanity. Like, I know, hope wait, let that I hope you listen to what I'm learning about humanity. People oh. want to feel seen and cared for. So you got to yeah. butter up the ego a little bit. And then swoop it. Uh, yeah. I guess it just feels like such a false buttering up the ego. And it feels like a waste of my time when people do that to me. Mm. Like, ugh, now I got to tell you how I feel in pregnancy for you to just ask me for that one email that you need that I could just text you in two seconds. Mm-hmm. You could also ignore the how are you. Just be like, we don't have to do this. We don't got to do this. We're busy. I don't need no small talk. Like, just just what, what do you need? What do you need? I got you. What you need? Here's what the email. Need? Boom. Boom. End of conversation. Yeah. Valid question, valid concern. Um, subjective. Subjective. Yeah. Well, now everybody knows where I stand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if anyone needs to text Scout that's listening to this, just get right to the meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do current fixation, shall we? Yes. My current fixation is the TV show Acapulco. Oh, right. You were telling me about this. Did you watch the trailer that I sent you? Nope. Okay. So Acapulco is on Apple TV Plus because we all need 400 million streaming platforms to watch every good new show that comes out. And it is a story. The premise is like there's this older man, not older, but like whatever, maybe 60, maybe 55. And he has a nephew and he's mega. I love how you're trying to be like politically correct. Well, because like I think some people think I'm old, you know, and I'm 31. So you're not old. You know what I'm realizing is like. Ask a 21 year old. Old is like to me when I think old, I think like. 80s yeah but that changes as you grow up because like earlier old to us was like 50 because when i i think 50 is like so young like i think 
our dad is like, how old is our dad? 70? Our dad's, he's about to turn 70 next year. That's out of control. Like I thought like 70s were like old people in wheelchairs. Like 70s is our dad? Like that's not old. We're so young. 70s. We're so fucking young. Like enough. Okay, keep going. Look at us. (laughs) Anyways, I spoke to SDSU's PR group. Look at us. Look at us. I spoke to SDSU's PR group about podcast tours for my agency. And I was like, oh, I'm old. Like, I'm not the youth. I'm not the youth. You know what I mean? I'm not the youth. Like, I don't know Vanity Fair's, like, starlets anymore. So, like, the Hollywood issue of Vanity. Well, Vanity Fair does a Hollywood issue every year. No, they do. No, it's Teen Vogue's Young Hollywood. That's what you're thinking of. Oh, sure. Okay, so anyways, my current fixation is Alcapulco. And it's about a man who is 55 to 60, whatever, who knows. And he has a nephew. Yeah, he's probably, yeah, something like that. And um, he's very, very wealthy and rich. And he has this beautiful house on the, overlooking the Malibu Ocean. I could have made that up. It might not be Malibu, but I'm pretty sure it is. And he wants to tell his nephew, the son of how he rose up in success And it goes back to his days growing up in Alcapulco and working at the Hotel Las Colinas as a pool boy. That's where his story starts. So far, the entire season one is just about him in Alcapulco at the Las Colinas Hotel. But the hotel is beautiful and it's a very good show. I highly recommend it. It's light, but not too light. You know what I mean? It's like produced well, like a drama, but it's not a drama, if that makes sense. And I, I recommend, it's about the staff of Las Colinas. And uh, hey, I recommend. Um, <laughs> Great. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to say further. You can, you can. It's vibrant. The, the hotel is colorful. So the colors are very nice to watch. Sure. I'll be watching. The main girl character is beautiful. Okay. All right. This is content people don't need. Okay. So everyone go watch. I told you, I told you that this whole episode is going to be content people don't need from me, (laughs) but the show must go on and I am here delivering. Okay. Might not be a plus. All show will be content people don't need. (laughs) Might Um, not be a plus, but I get brownie points for showing up right now. You do. You truly do. Okay. My current fixation is this cute ass mug that I got from this small business called bloom and it is cute as fuck it looks like a bubble i when i look at it i think bubble butt you know what i mean it looks like a clown car clown toontown it looks like toontown that's what it looks like but we should go to toontown we used to love toontown but like trendy aesthetic toontown you know what i mean i mean it looks like the ceramic mug trend that's been everywhere, you know? Yeah. Remember our, you know what? We're so good at predicting the glassware the cup. The cup. cup industry. So first we predicted, where is, do you have it next to you? The water glass? Okay. I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is, what okay, was. Okay. But I only, this is the last one I have because to be honest, Mads, they, they break broke. really easily. Like oh, shit. not great quality. So I don't even remember what the brand was of that one. We'll post it on Instagram. I bought them for Scout. If you saw them, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. It was the cup that like every fucking person has. And then now this mug that looks like Toontown, aesthetic Toontown, is now the new mug that everyone has. So I'm into it. I enjoy it. And it makes me so happy to 
drink from it every day. And I'm such a mug girly. I'm a mug enthusiast. So um, I'm glad to add this to the collection. Yes. Yeah. You know that I have some of your mugs from when you were mug collecting back in the day? I know you do. I would like those back, but also JK because I have mm-hmm. no storage. So No, you can't have them back. They're oh. not allowed back in your house. They have to stay here. Oh. Okay, that was weird. <laughs> Very weird. Um, I, all right, quick transition. Oh no, oh no, oh no, there's the laugh again. The laugh, remember? Remember? So I have to sit inside because I can't be outside because I'm nine months pregnant. <laughs> That's not my laugh right now. People who listen to OK Sis know, they know. That Nobody that's knows. Laugh. You made that up. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. 
I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Okay, so I, it's officially (laughs) mini Ugg season. It's actually 75 degrees today in Southern California, but I don't give any shits. Like the Uggs are on, the cozies are on. Our girl Kenzie just launched a giant ass scarf. It's a blanket. I was going to DM you and say that is the best move that the Okine brand could have done. Why? Just because it's like the vibe right now? It's like always been the vibe. Every year we all post the meme of Lenny Kravitz. Every year we want a giant cozy scarf. But no one's really made them so she it it feels like a competitor to acne studios you know the like basic bitch scarf that everyone wears Mm. honestly i think that's like if you have an acne studio scarf like it's a little too on the nose do you know what i mean so get the o kind Mm. because it has that same placard at the bottom so that when you take a photo it says like the o kind at the bottom Mm -hmm. but it's like cooler because it's a small trendy brands people are gonna be like oh what's, ooh, what's that so i got yeah. it i don't know i don't know when i'm gonna wear it because it's a little too hot for it but i might just wear it in my home just like coat i'm gonna just wear it like a blanket i mean that's what i'm assuming you're doing but it was getting a little chillier here and then it stopped so it's i want to go somewhere cold for winter break so i was wondering i need to be somewhere for christmas that's cozy and cold. Like I, so I'm, we're. I think we're gonna go to Boulder. Wow, you're gonna get on a plane? So I don't know. I don't know. But I was looking at Camber for Boulder, and actually there is a missing market in Boulder for hotels. Yeah, yeah. They're like boutique hotels because there's no hotel on Camber in Boulder. I found one boutiquey motel-y vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boulder girlies, please slide into Camber's DM and download our beta app and add some boutique hotels there because there must be something. I didn't see any. I tried. I'm not in tune with the Boulder market. I am in tune with the Denver market. Denver has bountiful 
trendy boutique hotels. Um, yeah, but Boulder, oh. Boulder feels a bit too college vibes. I feel, uh, you know, so that I don't think. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it's a yes because there's a college mm, there, mm-hmm. but no because it's an incredibly holistic health, organic, natural vibe too. Mm, mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of spiritual things happening in Boulder as well, Mm. which is what I really like about it because I went a while ago. My husband... I thought we were going to do Topanga. Well, you know, listen, I understand that you're in a different era of your life right now, but you don't fucking answer my text messages, so I don't know what to do about anything anymore. Mm. I asked you if you wanted to go, if you wanted to that, that Airbnb we needed... A third couple, you weren't answering me on which that third couple should be. And so, I don't know. I wasn't getting any feedback. I think because we're still trying to... We're still striving for our Big Sur Carmel annual trip that Ben June and I do for the past... We've been doing for the past, like, six years. We've been priced out of fucking Carmel. I don't know what's going on, but every one of our... Listen, we've been priced out everywhere. We've been priced out everywhere. Like even... there, These little boutique hotels. Even Topanga. Even Topanga, like the Airbnb. It's stupid expensive. Every boutique hotel in Carmel is nearly 500, at least $500 a night. And I was like, I'm sorry. Is this the OI Valley and Spa? Like, excuse me. $500, like... The Parker, you know, the the Parker. Yeah, you know. So I used to go to the Parker all the time. Like, yes, it was expensive, but I could get a room for 400 to $500 a night on the off season or like on a deal or in the summer, in the heat of summer, I could even get one for $300 a night because they always got cheaper in August now. And that was like the nice estate room, not in the one in the opening lobby. Now, year round, Mads, year round the cheapest room is a grand it, it's it's out of control it's really out of control i looked to go to the parker for three nights like who was the exact same amount that you and i spent to go to tulum flights food hotels everything for a whole week who is doing this we might as well drop that money on amangiri well now amangiri's 8k oh, you know Oh, God, guys. It's rough out there. The Gene Autry house used to be 5K a night at the Parker. It's now 10K a night, no matter, like, that's the opening price. I can't. That is comical. That's, I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay, well, anyways, let's offline this conversation. I'll get back to you. I think the reason I didn't confirm or deny is because we are still holding out hope for a Big Sur moment. It's looking bleak. But we are still holding out hope. Should we join you in Big Sur or no? Sure. But that still doesn't help us because it's still $500 a night. The Airbnbs are non-existent there. Well, maybe there's a... I yeah. don't know. You had no suggestion there. That was very unhelpful. Well, I thought, well, I was thinking, no, no, no. I thought maybe there was like a suite where there's like two rooms, but I don't think I need to be that close to you. Yeah, I was going to say that that seems a little, a little too much. I was worried because you texted me and you said, will the baby come? And then I wasn't sure if you meant that in like, oh no, the baby has to come everywhere. Like I'm old and no one wants to be around me because I have a baby or, or if no, I meant like, does the baby come? And then you were, you were like, yes, she comes everywhere with me now. And I was like, great. That's fantastic. Oh, okay. No, it's not that you're old. Again, what is this with the oldness? 
You're 30. That is so young. I don't know people. What? <laughs> the fuck <laughs> are you saying? Like, I know old stars. people? Is that what you just said? No, I said, I don't know people. But what did that even make sense with what I just said? What are you saying? Okay. Like, I don't All know. All right, so this is definitely the episode that no one needs. Okay, let's... Um, I, I'm i going to title the episode the, uh, Yeah, that, do that. The, the episode, episode that no, no, one, one no one needs or no one asked for. Okay, I do want to give an update on my state of being. Yeah, you should just talk for the rest of the episode and I'll, I'll agree. <laughs> no, I'll nod along. So it's been... You know what's been so great? Ben June... And I have been recording a podcast, an external podcast, that is going to be a little mini series, I guess, of my experience raising money. And we speak every week about the progress, about what I've learned, and it's super candid and and transparent with the process. Like I think a little too transparent, to be honest. But it's great because I think a lot of people are in the same boat as me that are even gearing up to it. And I think it could help a lot of early stage founders. And it's something that I wanted to do in terms of like documenting and reflecting in real time. And I just never really made the time for it or never really prioritized that. But then Ben June has been so great about being like, no, we're recording today and we're going to reflect and, and document this. And so I'm really excited for <laughs> the process to be done so that everyone can go listen to that if they are, you know, about to venture out into this crazy ass world. So I guess I'll give a little update. I mean, people, if you follow me on, on Instagram at Maddie Mayo, I just started our pre-seed round for Camber. So we are raising money on a pre, oh, Scout's clapping above her head. (laughs) Are you wearing your bare necessities bra? What's under your? (laughs) No, at the moment I'm wearing my uh, nursing bra. Oi, oi fey. Okay. So we started our pre-seed round. Uh, I'm not going to get into like the boring details because I don't know if everyone, you know, if everyone listening needs to hear those. And also like you probably shouldn't hear them. Here's my sound effect. Celebrate good times. Come on. Okay. So there hasn't been, hasn't been good times in its entirety. I will say that. I'm going to talk from more from like an emotional standpoint because that feels a lot more OKSIS adjacent and on brand for OKSIS. So leading up to the round, I prepared tremendously from an emotional standpoint, right? I did, and this is what I did, so much unblocking with our girl Lacey. Lacey has been in my like, she's been my my little guide in the back of my brain throughout this whole process. Like, I need to get a necklace that says, what would Lacey do? WW, what would, WWLD. Do you agree? Yes. Yes. I'm trying to minimize my speaking on this podcast. (laughs) So I did a ton of to be magnetic work leading up to it. A lot of releasing of fear. My biggest fears are fear of sounding stupid and fear of looking dumb and fear of not being prepared, fear of failure like embarrassment of not being able Mm. to raise the money or whatever the case is. So Mm -hmm. I did a lot of work to uh, release that. There's still plenty more work to be done, but that's okay. I think I did as much as I could. And the first week of pitches went really well, like better than I expected. I think because I've heard such horror stories from other female founders of mine and just like in general, it's obviously a very male dominated field, venture capital. So I was scared that 
these investors would be mean to me or that they would be like, they wouldn't give any shits about me or like try to manipulate me or make or trip me up. Like I really thought like every meeting was going to be this like grueling test (laughs) to my intelligence where, yeah, like literally being like, well, bitch, like what the, like, I don't know. I just thought it would be a different vibe. But what I found is that everyone was super supportive, engaging, excited, very sweet. And yeah, they asked tough questions, but it never came out of a place of like, I'm trying to fuck you up. I'm more so want to understand, right? I want to get more information about this business. So what was that? There was a motion. I tapped I tapped my heart like they're coming from a good space. <laughs> okay, we're, we need to like interpret all of your movements because I don't know what you're saying. So the first week was, was great. I felt like incredibly confident. And then something happened this week, which again, like the, the meetings went similarly, but just I think my energy, I think I've been feeling very, very burnt out. For those who don't know, when you do a pitch, it feels... It hasn't, I've never felt something to my nervous system more than a 30 minute pitch. Like you have to prepare your emotions leading up to it. Then you have to be like laser focused and your brain has to be on for 30 minutes. And then you have to, there's like a come down. So there's, it just takes so much toll and doing like for a day, it's very taxing. And I think I just, it all came crashing down on me yesterday, even just doing it for two weeks. Like just, it was, it feels like I've just been running on fumes and uh, definitely high stakes, high high stakes, stakes, like every single conversation can change my life. Right. So it's very, very intense. And then there's the added layer of making sure you're following up, making sure your whole CRM is updated and making sure you're getting everyone the information they need back and then scheduling follow-up calls and then getting deals and then also negotiating. And everything I'm doing, every step is new. I have no idea how to do any of this. I'm just letting everyone know right now, which again, throughout this process, I did get one deal come in, which is phenomenal. And like, again, until it's in the bank and the money is wired. I'm not going to like fully, fully celebrate, but it was an incredible accomplishment to what, what is that? I'm just touching my lip. There's no, <laughs> don't read into everything I do. Jesus. But you're like doing like this, like you're smoking a joint. What is going on over there? Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, okay. you, I warned you in the fucking yes, beginning of this episode you and me. you were like, no, this will be like any other. Okay. Says, but I'm in early, I'm like in pre labor <laughs> right. over right, right, here. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. We're dedicated to the content. No, 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 uh, time off. I do have to go very soon <laughs> because I do have another investor call and okay. Well, wrap it up. I'm wrapping it up. I'm trying to like summarize my emotional state Anyways, I got a deal in and I had to learn a lot about what that meant and then valuation. And I'm not going to bore everyone with all these things, but I just want to let everyone know that I am coming from a very tender place right now. I've been trying again. I've been doing the my to be magnetic every morning. And I mean, I'm doing like the 30 minute, you know, meditation shit. Like I'm really prioritizing that morning routine the big guns yeah I'm like amping it up on the meditation it's like 30 minutes yeah 30 minutes 30 minute journaling I'm waking up early it's like a bull ring huh I just saw I just saw an image of a bull ring yeah 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 like like you know like praying before jumping into the the boxing match yeah you're jumping into the bull ring sure 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 You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. 
Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. So, really been amping that up and taking care of myself. I think when these, when this is done, I know that there's like, it's funny because people, you know, praise you for raising money and it's an amazing accomplishment. It's no, no easy feat. Let me tell you that, but you get the money and then you have to get to work, right? There's a, there's a reason you raise money and it's to prove something. So there's a shit ton of work to be done, but I am going to challenge myself. Also give myself permission to take basically like a week off. I think during Thanksgiving, I'm just going to really, really do like the bare minimum every day and just chill because there needs to be a recuperation point. Like, oh, baby, yeah. there is, there's some, I don't. Yes. Yeah. Two or two reflections. One, I'm so proud of you because I see you showing up the most. And I know it is taking a toll on your physical and mental energetic self, but I see you continuing to show up to big girl shit. And I, it makes me so proud you know, you're doing all these pitch meetings, you're running events with Sunday Riley and beyond yoga. And there's so much going on, so much momentum, so much energy. And I'm so proud of you. And I can't wait to rest with you Thanksgiving week. It'll be awesome. I know. I'm so excited. Remember the last, co- I don't know what episode it was, where I was so excited to tell you about my dream Thanksgiving break vibe where we get cozy. We're cuddling up with the bebe and we're watching Nancy Myers movie marathon. And you were not thrilled about this beautiful dream that I had, but hopefully we will get there very soon. And now I'm excited about it. Okay. Good. Now I'm excited. Okay. So it's a day by day how we feel about the dream. So well, now we're excited about the dream. Yes. I want to do like a full movie marathon. Yeah. I want to start watching Christmas movies. Yeah. Like I'm the type of gal, like when Halloween is over, it's Christmas. Like it's Christmas. It's done. We're here. I'm a post Halloween. There's two types of people in this world. 
You start celebrating Christmas after Halloween or you start celebrating Christmas after Thanksgiving. I would like to prolong the season as much as possible. So I start after Halloween. Yes, I'm really excited. We have a fireplace here. We can light the fireplace and be with the baby girl. I'm very excited. And with the O-Kind scarf. Yeah. I also had a number two is that I would love later on once you've recuperated to, I think it's such an important conversation to talk around raising about how people think like the raising is the thing that makes your business successful and cool. But no one talks about like the fact that that's not what makes your business successful or cool. It's like using that money and then like making it successful. And I think that's such an interesting conversation because it's like raising has been like glorified in many ways. Oh, it's completely glorified. Yeah. I was at a networking event last night, which Oh my God, yesterday was just a day. And then I went to like three networking events. I was at this event and this VC was talking about how not every business needs to be a venture-backed business. Like no. you, she was like, you will get a much better exit sometimes if you have a you know cash cow business, like yeah. very different. Like when we're investing, we're looking for an $100 million business. And yeah. then I was kind of like, holy shit. So... It is very glorified and I understand that it is such an accomplishment to literally convince people mm-hmm. to believe in you. There's something so beautiful about it, but yeah, it's, I mean, I need to turn this, the money that I'm raising ultimately to build a hundred million. So it's, vi- yeah. So it's very mind boggling to think about and totally. it's really scary, but I will do it. And we will do it and Camber will get there. And this is just the beginning, baby. Yep. I'm so proud of you. So I'm assuming you have a call in two minutes. Uh, no, in 30 minutes. But oh, remember okay. remember the timeline? It's a 30 minute preparation, yes. the 30 minute pitch and the yes. 30 minute come down. It's like a whole you know process over here. All I will say real quick, because I haven't spoken openly about this, but this will come out after the baby, is that I am having a planned C-section. So you guys will all hear about this already if you haven't uh, it's on I'm sure there'll be a picture of my baby on Instagram at Scott Sobel because she will have been born at this point that's how I know so I am literally six days away from birth and the reason I'm having a c-section is because she's breached which I'm sure I'll talk more about but it's pretty yeah, we'll discuss just so everybody knows why this is my physical stays because I'm having a baby in six days so yeah just setting expectation setting that's really good to do I'm really proud that you did that thank you and um next episode will probably not be without me sisters so I think Mads is going to take one or two herself unless she <gasps> comes and meets the baby girl and I feel like hopping on a mic and telling my birth story right then and there Mads will be taking over the pod for a couple episodes since we failed at batching properly. So, yeah. That's fine because I'm going to bring on people that you don't care about. So, it'll be... Not that you <laughs> don't sell them that. But that... I know. I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> but more so that I feel very connected to. So, yes. I'm talking like TikTokers yes. and like yada yada. So, we'll get, we'll get some people on. Get on it, girl. I know. This has been... What a... What a whirlwind of the of a month. Like Truly. pitching, becoming an aunt, also taking over the pod, also running two successful events. And yeah, and Halloween. Halloween. What the fuck are you doing for Halloween? You know what? Our stepsister. Which one? Has so our stepsister Which one? just moved to LA. Oh, Steph. Okay. Stephanie. Stephanie just moved to LA 
And she's under the impression that I have a lot of friends and that like I I like party every weekend and like can rally up a group of friends. You definitely eat at nice restaurants every weekend. Yeah. If she wants to do that, we could do like that's fine. I'll do that with her. So she was like, I want to go out for Thanksgiving (laughs) for Halloween. And I was like, first of all, I hate Halloween. Second of all, okay, fine. And then I was like, all right, well, what what do you want to do? And she was like well, that's what you need to figure out. I was like, you know that I, I'm not like 22. Like I don't, that's what I'm saying. We're old. I don't rally up. I don't shut up with that. I don't rally up like a group of friends that we all like get fucked up and go out anymore. Like that's just not the vibe. I don't know Mads because you just told a story about how you were literally crossfaded on alcohol and shrooms the other day at some house party. Oh, that was that. Okay. So that scenario was me trying to not get drunk so I was like oh let me take shrooms because but maybe- I'm just saying like that's a very like I would never find myself in that position oh okay well yeah so I'm a little I'm, I'm like one step in one step out like I'm more out than in yes. but there is a step I, I could open the door a little bit so I texted okay. my best friend Caitlin who is the girl I go out with like if I'm gonna go out she's my you know first call and she's she's good at rallying up a group so I was like hey I have a 22 year old on my hands a 23 year old on my hands we need to pretend like we're 23 and we're gonna do the damn thing so figure it out like will you throw a party <laughs> basically and so she's throwing a party and so we're going there oh so it all worked out cool what are you dressing up as Oh, you're trying to be Selena. Tried to be Selena. As every year this happens, I don't plan at all. One, because I hate Halloween. Two, I never do anything for Halloween anyways. But every year I'm like, I'm going to be Selena. And every year I I just don't get the costume in time. I think that I'm going to start being a spooky, spooky season girl because my baby's birthday will be a couple days after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Uh, Halloween. If she doesn't come, she might come early. Who knows? But at this point, it's a couple days after Halloween. Oh, what's her? What if her birthday's on Halloween? That would suck. I know. It would suck, but I would just revel in it because Andy and April and Parks and Rec had their baby on Halloween. Oh, my God. And so I would just wait. That would be honestly perfect. That would honestly be perfect for you because you love them. Yeah. So, TBD on what I'll be, I'll probably just do some bullshit last minute thing, but. One day I will be Selena. <laughs> one day. So I think I think that you and I was just thinking of this last night. We should one year for Halloween. You should be Jenny Kane and I should be Kelly Wurstler. Wait, that's so easy. Like I honestly might do that this this year. I just literally wear a sweater. <laughs> I just wait. Why don't I just be a coastal grandmother? Is that too? Is that like too? easy see that's the problem like this is why I don't do Halloween because I put so much pressure on myself to have an actual good costume like I'm not just gonna walk up and be like I'm a cat which is stupid and that's why I never do it because I need to commit fully and I never commit fully from a price perspective right also yeah Halloween is expensive it's like dumb expensive it's so dumb I know I did find a Selena costume and it was like 50 bucks I'm like I'm not going to buy this to wear it once. Oh, that's not bad. I know, but I don't want to... Honestly, I'm going to be a coastal grandma. That was the best idea you could have ever given me. You're welcome. I'm going to wear I'm going to wear Birkenstocks to the club. I think that I'm going to start decorating my house. Have you heard more of a me statement? I'm going to wear Birkenstocks to the club. Yeah, I'm not a Birkenstock girl. Never got right. it. 
wasn't saying it about you. I just said it was about me. Yes, it is about you. Um, but I was telling you that I want to decorate my house next year with like black candles and some cobwebs and pretty pumpkins. Yeah, not my vibe. Not my vibe. Okay. Well, Mads, do you have anything final that you want on record to say to me before <gasps> I deliver your niece to you? I am so proud that you have a baby, my baby niece growing inside your belly. I'm proud of you for persevering. I know it's been so tough these past couple weeks and to the finish line, but we're so close and I just can't wait to meet her. Like, it's going to be so surreal. Like, what is she going to look like? <laughs> you know that she has hair, like the ultrasound confirmed that she's got hair on her head. Oh my God. It's going to be crazy. I'm so excited. Can't wait. Yay. Okay. All right. See you on the other side. I love you. Love you. Bye. Love you, sisters. Bye.